What's up, punks? This is Eric Larner, creator of Die Emos Die, coming back at you with another bonus track. Have a very special treat for you today here over Zoom in the Zoom studio. I have Angelo Russell. What is up, Angelo? What's up, Eric? What's going on, man? It's a pleasure to be here, man. I know. Yeah, I know. Over the miracle of Zoom, because you're not here in Los Angeles with us. Where are you? I am actually coming to y'all live and direct from Chandler, Arizona. All right. Yeah, man. I made my exodus out of L.A. uh, about a few months back. But L.A. will always be my home. It's always going to be in my heart. Awesome. We love that. So I wanted to see. So, I mean, you're in episode seven, obviously, of the podcast. You have your song, Can We Ever Be Free, featured on it. Um, but I think for our, our audience here, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who is Angelo. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so my name is Angelo Russell, and I started off, um, you know, producing and making music many, many years ago, like in the golden era of hip hop. Um, you know, I came up listening to people like Easy E and Ice Cube and NWA, KRS-One, Public Enemy. Um, so as a little kid, that was like my influence in, in getting into hip hop. And I was also taking classical piano. So um, I just put all that stuff together. And that's where I started my musical journey. That's an awesome blend. So you started so you like your first instrument was the piano then? Yeah, yeah. Piano. I started playing piano when I was about probably about six, six years old, six or seven. And um, as soon as I touched those keys and I heard that sound. I was hooked. That's that's really cool. Who's your favorite uh, your favorite piano player? I would have to say, you know, my favorite piano player is probably my favorite musician who is, you know, in my opinion, one of the greatest or the greatest pop musicians ever. And that's going to be Prince. Okay, Prince, the way he could touch those keys, the way he could touch the guitar, where he could touch the bass um, and write the songs. He's he's my favorite all time. That's that's a great choice. We're all Prince fans over here. And I'm going to say this for our audience out there. You meet someone and they say they don't like Prince. They're probably lying to you. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. For sure. Definitely. So you started on piano. Um, Is it still like you still big piano guy? Have you shifted into other instruments? Kind of what's what's going on now for Angelo instrument wise? Um, So basically, you know, the piano is kind of like in terms of producing music or producing like urban music or hip hop, it's kind of like where everything starts. So if you can do a bass line, if you can do melodies, if you can do harmonies, um, if you can come up with something on the keys, you can kind of build the whole track from there. You can start with just a real simple melody, then create the bass line and, you know, put some strings and you can really put all the virtual instruments in from the piano. So that's kind of where I'm at. But every now and then I do like to just sit at the keys and just play and, you know, just kind of zone out. But, uh, yeah, so I, I use to kind of access all the other instruments when I'm producing. That's very cool. So kind of like through the magic of modern piano, you can like do everything, basically. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you want to do some orchestra stuff, if you want to do some, you know, crazy 80s synthesizer stuff, um, whatever you want, you pretty much have it at your fingertips on the keys. That's that's super dope. I love I love that the multifacetedness of of the instrument. So I think that kind of leads into my next question pretty perfectly. So 
uh, obviously kind of heard a little bit about where you came from. Um, so what are you, I guess, producing now, like music wise, like albums, singles, like kind of what's uh, what's your jam now? Man, I produced everything from, you know, instrumental hip hop. I did some hip hop projects and I always like to blend in different styles of music. So because I came up not only listening to the hip hop, I listened to, um, of course, Prince. The Police is one of my favorite bands of all time. A little bit of Zeppelin, a little bit of uh, Black Sabbath, um, some Sade. I know that's pretty like crazy, crazy influences. So lately, like the most recent work I've done is more of like a chill hop, down tempo, lo-fi hip hop, just instrumental kind of chill, laid back vibe, kind of like something you'd imagine Sade singing to, but in a little bit of a hip hop instrumental vibe. Um, so that's, that's my most recent project that I've been working on. Awesome. And I've listened to it. I love it. And I wanted to ask, um, cause Appreciate it. Hopefully, hopefully everyone else here will check you out after this. Um, I'm going to drop links in the episode description to all of Angela's stuff. So definitely check that out. But after listening to your stuff, I know I, I was hearing a very early on. It was a lot of that 90s, early 2000s, kind of like what I grew up with um, oh, kind of vibe. Sure. And then obviously, as you move through it, it moved more into that lo-fi um, hip hop that you were just talking about. What was that? Yeah that shift for you, what encouraged it? What was the reasoning? Cause obviously you started, you're, you're doing a lot of like rapping yourself and then obviously yeah. not so much with any kind of singing or vocals in the later stuff. Kind of what was that, that shift about? Well, so it's really, it's kind of been um, like two different lanes for me during my whole musical journey. So like when I first started making music, I was creating the tracks, like producing the tracks as well as rapping on the tracks. So kind of like, you know, how Kanye is. Kanye is known as like a dope producer and a dope artist. So I was, that's how I started off. So that really, that's, I've, I've been on that path for a long time of producing, you know, the music and then just producing, you know, my own lyrical stuff. So it really just depends on what mood I'm in. Like if I feel like just working on an instrumental project or, you know, doing some vocals, um, it just kind of depends on, you know, where the vibe takes me and, you know, what I'm feeling at that time. Awesome. Angelo can do it all. You heard it here. Everybody. <laughs> Work with Angelo. He'll produce, he'll rap, he'll make beats. He's got it. He's got it going on. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. I, so, um, I think you kind of probably answered this already, but I want to ask anyway, if you could meet like over dinner on the street, meet any musician living or dead, who would it be? Oh, man, that's such a great question. <laughs> man, oh, man. I, you know what? I would have to say, yeah, I would have to say Prince. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'd have to say Prince, man, because one of my dreams was to be able to work and produce, produce some music with him. So just to be able to sit down with him and kind of pick his brain and, you know, see how he comes up with those different parts, and the melodies and the songs and the lyrics. I would say him, but I'll give you two honorable mentions. Like of the three people who influenced me the most in music. Okay. So I say Prince um, for film music, because I'm trying to get into doing some film score music. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer is by far my favorite film composer. I go crazy when I listen to his scores. You throw on The Dark Knight, you throw on Inception, you throw on Gladiator. I'm going crazy. <laughs> so we're going to say some Hans. Um, and then also Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, 
I've studied his production techniques, his mixing techniques, his engineering techniques from the time when I first started. So Dre has been my, my initial inspiration for hip hop production and really where I got the bulk of my 90s sound from was listening to Dre, like listening to the chronic, the doggy style stuff, all the stuff he did on death row, the early stuff with Snoop. Um, that's really kind of like the foundation of where my hip hop stuff started. Awesome. Yeah. I think I can hear some, like I mentioned, I, I don't go as uh, I don't have as extensive of a knowledge of hip hop, but I definitely heard some of that. Like I mentioned early two thousands, nineties, and that probably comes from the, from the Dre that, that you just mentioned. So yeah, definitely there, definitely really good though. Brings me back. It's got some good nostalgia for me, for sure. For sure, for sure, man. And also I'm, I'm pumped because uh, Dre, they just announced Dre's going to be performing at the Super Bowl with, Eminem and Snoop and man, that's gonna be insane. That's like the dream team for you. Dude, that that is pretty yeah, that's the dream team for me. Like when I heard that that was announced, I'm like, dude, I need to be I need to be in that show somehow. Like, Dre, <laughs> what's up, man? Come on, dude. Hit me up. <laughs> we'll find we'll find a way. We'll get you in touch with 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 Dre. He'll hear your stuff yeah, and man. be like. He'll be like, I, he'll let you know I could have produced that. That sounds like me. Let's just let's get you up on stage. Let's get you on those keys. <laughs> that would be crazy, man. That would be insane. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Um, okay, so I wanted to ask. Um, so obviously, talking about influences and things like that. What for you? Or thinking back, what is kind of your earliest memory involving music, like as a kid? Oh wow earliest memory. So there used to be this store called Fedco in LA. All right. It was on La Cienega and Rodeo. Kind of when you go over toward Baldwin Hills. Okay. And so my mom used to take me there. I used to go shopping with her all the time. And so they had the keyboard set up over there, like the musical keyboards. So I would always, anytime she'd go shopping, I would venture off away from her to find those keyboards and I would just start playing them. You know, they were like the early synthesizers. So, you know, I would I would start playing them. I'd, I'd play these crazy sounds and she would have to come and like snatch me away from it basically to, you know, to get me off of it. So I know at that point I was probably like five or six years old, but I knew as soon as, as, soon as I heard those synthesizers, as soon as I heard those sounds, I said, I gotta do this. I gotta mess with this. It just felt right, like something clicked. So ever since then, like, you know, that's, that's where it really started for me. Definitely. That's awesome. That's a great story. Um, can imagine like young Angelo getting pulled <laughs> off a keyboard by his mom in the store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. It was either the keyboards, it was either the keyboards or the Nintendo video games. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I definitely relate to that. Getting pulled, <laughs> getting, getting pulled off that Nintendo whenever I was a kid. <laughs> And I remember, yeah. yeah, one of your songs I really like. You you definitely marry the two. You've got the you've got the beats, and you've got all the like Nintendo kind of synthesizer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I, I like man, I like to have fun with it, man. So some songs like I'll go real deep. Some songs like I'll be extremely silly and stupid. Some like I'll pull out those those eight bit chip tunes. You know, like I sampled Mega Man for for a couple songs. I did a couple Mega Man songs. Um, some Nintendo freestyles and yeah, I love to do that. I love to blend in those chip tunes with, with hip hop. 
awesome. And I think that 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 really shines through. Something that I love about music is if you can tell the artist is having fun with it, like it it really shows in the music because there's some songs you listen to and you're like, yeah, this is pretty cool. But it sounds like there was a producer behind the board, like yelling at the artist going like, do it again do it again. And I'm like, that's good sometimes, but sometimes you want to hear like, hmm, did they do that in two takes? But they were like really feeling it. Like those are some of my favorite songs. Always. Definitely. Definitely, man. You gotta, for me, like I like to just experiment and, and mess around with whatever is crazy and, you know, marry some crazy stuff, like some indie rock with like opera, you know, or some like seventies funk with, um, you know, some soul music or some laid back music, all types of stuff, man. Just blend it up and have a good time. Yeah, I think that that's definitely what we're all about here, for sure. Um, so I wanted to ask, because we haven't really touched on this genre yet, but obviously Daimos Die. For me, my earliest music memories and influences, obviously I started listening with like a lot of movie soundtracks, things like that. But mm-hmm. when I felt like I actually discovered, quote unquote, discovered music in the way most like 12, 13 year olds like I have discovered this band for the first time. And someone's <laughs> like, yeah, dude, that's Led Zeppelin. We've known about them. Like, I just like you feel like you just found out about them was yeah. a lot of that stuff is married to to punk music for me. So I wanted to see. So that's kind of where Daimos Die is coming from. It's kind of my homage, kind of love letter to that nostalgic feel i get for that genre sure. what are so, your what are for you what are your thoughts on like punk music kind of that punk vibe well if you compare like punk versus emo i kind of like i, I would say I, I prefer the punk stuff definitely you know i like the 70s style like some of the early 70s stuff like um, the talking heads and like sex pistols and mm-hmm. patty smith um, like that New York stuff, that that, right. that early seven, the late seventies vibe. Um, that stuff kind of resonated with me, and then that kind of goes into like a different shift with the police. There's a little bit of that like post punk feel, but yeah, yeah, that's kind of where where I come in. The emo stuff, you know, would be like your uh, like the more melodic stuff. It's you know, I don't, I, I, it's it's cool. It's definitely cool, um, but I'd say the punk stuff is definitely resonates more with me right no we feel that that late 70s vibe in new york i think kind of goes with exactly what you were talking about it was all about having fun who cares what it sounds like like very much like the stooges and the talking heads it was like nobody's done this talking heads even it's like we're gonna kind of sing but are we singing i don't like like what are we doing it's like it's very much like what are we even doing with this i don't know let's just get on stage grab a microphone and uh and just do it. Patty Smith, man, you're like, that's like speaking my language right there. Yeah, so- dude. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, she's dope. Super dope. Okay. No, that's that's amazing. And yeah, no, I agree. I think it's it's definitely shifted over time, but you can't really beat some of that, some of that old stuff. It's got a it's got a feel to it. Um, which leads me, this is kind of my uh my last question. I love to to ask everybody that I interview. Do you believe that music is magic? Oh, man, that's a great question. Great question. Definitely, man. Absolutely. Because music can transport you. It could take you on a magical journey. You know, it could take you, it could transport you to places that you've never been. Um, It could take you on these just fantastic, amazing rides and kind of put you in a different state of transcendence. 
you know, to a, a place of peace and joy and exuberance and imagination just going crazy. And absolutely, definitely. Music is, is, is pure magic. Definitely feel that. That's a beautiful answer. I love that. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of wrap things up a little bit um, for our audience out here. Is there any final thoughts or anything you want to share before we kind of uh, we wrap things up here? I just want to say that Eric is awesome. And every time I hear him cuss, it just cracks me up. Like on the podcast, like hearing him cussing is just because I love cuss words. So (laughs) I just think he's doing a great job. So keep supporting him. Well, there's there's plenty of cussing on the podcast because, you know, you can't do punk music without saying fuck. Exactly. It's not true. It's not true to the genre if you don't if you don't say fuck or damn or shit just constantly. <laughs> exactly. That's why punk like resonates with like N.W.A., you know, like mm. N.W.A. was like banned for cussing. So like saying the crazy stuff, you know, fuck the police and all this stuff. So, right. Yeah, man. It's all it's all about fighting the system, standing up and uh, and taking a stand, dude, fighting for what's right. There you go. You heard it here. Um, so before we wrap things up completely, I wanted to to give you a chance for uh, to tell our audience, like, where can we find you? Where are we going to be able to listen to to Angelo Russell? For sure. For sure. So you can check out my music on Bandcamp and uh, just type in my name, Angelo, A-N-J-A-L-O dot bandcamp.com that'll uh, bring up uh, my most recent project called the afterglow which is the instrumental project and you can check me out on youtube under the angelic experience and that's angelic and then experience spell with an x and there you can check out some visuals to some of my recent uh, instrumentals and recent work so definitely peep that Awesome. And if you're driving and you couldn't grab a pen, I hope if you're driving, you didn't try to grab a pen and write that down. I'm going to drop links uh, in the episode description. So you can definitely find all of that there uh, to check it out. If you want to hear. Oh, oh, one more. Okay. One more thing. I'm sorry. I forgot. Um, My recent album, Afterglow, it will be available on all streaming sites in about the next few days. So Apple Music, uh, wherever you get your streams, it'll be up. Sick. We're going to drop that link too. And if you want to check Angelo out on Die Emo's Die, um, his song, Can We Ever Be Free? Um, it's on episode seven called Rock and Roll Victim on the podcast. So definitely feel free to check everything out there. Uh, thank you, Angelo, for joining me here in the Zoom studio for our b- bonus track episode here. You're more than welcome, dude. It's my pleasure. Anything you need, man. It's just, I'm just really honored to be a part of this. And I think it's awesome. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep rocking. Sick. All right. And to all of my listeners out there, this has been Die Emo's Die. I'm Eric Lorner. Stay punk as fuck.